One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. This is our raw reaction for the Florida Gators' thrilling victory over the South Carolina Gamecocks this afternoon. Guys, as always, I'm your boy Hirsch. With me, CJ, the man, McCann. What's going on, guys? And the extra hype man, Wes. It's a great day to be a Florida Gator. We pulled it out, baby. There was a lot of doubts. It's very tense fourth quarter of action. Very tense four quarters of action in this game. There were no, there were no um, times where you felt comfortable. There were no times <laughs> when you said, um, I mean, there was a, there was a point where you could have said, Hey, I, I think we might've lost this one, but man, I give the Gators credit for their resolve. All the young guys, they, they reached down deep inside and, and pulled this one out. Um, we're just going to run down, man. We're going to talk about a little bit about everything, what we liked, what we didn't like, what needs to change, so on, so on. Um, I'll, I'll start it out, man. Obviously, um, defense was a concern today, just like it was versus Kentucky. There's still some kind of – I don't know if it's just because of the amount of young guys that we play on defense, and when they go on the road, they haven't learned how to get up. And I know that ultimately will fall on staff. They've got to get them up, but, you know, they don't have the crowd to feed on to get their emotions hyped up to the level that you've seen against Tennessee and Vandy, you know. Um, But still, man, I mean, you've got to keep your fundamentals clean. And that was the biggest problem I saw early in the game was uh, not filling lanes, um, not wrapping up again. 
get letting a ball, a, a run play that maybe should have got three, four yards, get seven, eight or more. It's just um, allowing Rattler to make passes. Uh, I don't know what was going on with Jalen Kimber today, but my man did not have it. I'm sorry, Jalen Kimber. I mean, I, we've we've been very supportive of you. You've been pretty solid up until this game. It, it just he number eight did not have it today. Uh, guys, we don't know what's going on with Devin Moore. I can only assume that Devin Moore is is made out of uh, a really fine balsa wood. And um, every time he does something, he gets hurt. He, he might be Mr. Glass. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what's going on with number twenty eight. Um, but man, we we got the. We got to figure it out. We got to get some bodies on the field that can that can play the cornerback position. Um, young guys look like young guys made young guy mistakes. TJ Cersei had some really good plays and some really bad plays. Jordan Castell had some really good plays and some and some out of position plays. Um, but the same could be said for the linebackers. Shamar was out of place sometimes. Scooby out of place sometimes. I thought the line did a really good job getting pressure, but once again, where we got to clean it up, you got to finish the play. Uh, you'd see Prince in the backfield; he get his arm on him, and he'd be and and the, he's out of there. We had Rattler on one play where we surrounded him with four linemen, and he just he looked like Jordan Travis, like he rolled back out of the daggum pile and and went around the end and got yards. I mean, it's just little little mistakes on the defense, and that's what Billy's been saying for you know, for the longest time is it's executional. Um, good things though, man. Graham Mertz is, is awesome. Does Graham Mertz have deep ball arm strength? No, we, okay. We seen it. Did Graham Mertz take some shots down the field like the fan base wanted? I know CJ, you alluded to this in our chat. Yep. Um, and get, you know, Hey, to his credit, it softened up a lot of the underneath stuff, the swing routes. Um, I thought there was some more run plays there to be had, but, it worked out in the end. I mean, in, in a gunfight like that, you don't have the, the, you know, the option of maybe running the ball as much as you wanted to, especially in the second half when you get down. But I thought all in all, I thought Billy and company called a really good game offensively. I, very few plays I questioned. The only one I really didn't like was the third and two or third and three running that counter pull, you know, that, that, that trap play or whatever it is that it just, that we are hell bent on trying to run in short yardage situations on third down. Um, but man, once again, big shout out to Graham Mertz. The man gets hit 10, 15 times a game. It seems like, I don't know how many times we've seen shots of him this, this season where he's on the ground, he's slow to get up, he gets up and then he just keeps on going, man. I, I mean, that guy's got to feel like he's been hit by Tyson in his prime <laughs> right about now. Um, shout out to Ricky, another huge game for Ricky personal, including the game winning touchdown. Trey Wilson continues to be everything that we ever thought he would be and more. Um, this year obviously is just going to be setting the table. Everything you're going to see from Trey in the future is, is going to be ridiculous. Um, and, and a big shout out to, uh, to Jackson. Oh my God, that young man made some great catches and, and, Hey, that's another red shirt freshman. Him, Arliss Boardingham, another red shirt freshman. I mean, the future's bright, guys. Billy said it post game, and I don't know if y'all stuck around to hear it before I move on. Um, you know, we've we they he said there have been some rough. You know, we've been down a rough road, but it's getting better, and it's going to get better. We just have to get there, and that's into in, you know that echoes sentiments that we've shared on this show over and over and over again. 
you want youth. Shout out to Christopher Zen said this in our chat this afternoon. You want us to play youth. This is the results of playing youth. You're going to have some good times. You're going to have some bad times, mistakes, all of that. CJ, what are your takes? Uh, no, just a real gutty win um, by the Florida Gators. Um, some stuff. Some. <laughs> it, it's not a. <laughs> it's not a. It's not often. You know, the last few years that you've seen the Gators gut out wins like this because it's. You know, you get hit in the mouth and they would quit. Um, you know, and early on in, in Dan Mullen's tenure, he said this, you know, you'd be amazed at how many games you could win by just pulling on the rope. Well, today they pulled on the rope. I mean, you know, you're down 10 with six minutes left and everybody in the fat lady singing at that point, you know, South Carolina fans are doing the chomp cocky's holding the, the gator head in his arms there. It, they just think it's over. Um, but <laughs> credit to this team. They didn't quit. Um, a lot of defensive things, especially in coverage, man, just some really bad lapses in coverage, some really dumb stuff, not fighting to the ball, letting, you know, just allowing the catch and then I'm going to make a tackle. Um, it's just bad stuff in the secondary that, that I just didn't like. Um, defensive line didn't get as much pressure. And we talked about it in the main show, didn't get as much pressure as I would have liked. They didn't get enough sacks for me. Personally, I think that that was that this was a team that you should have been able to really tee off on, and you weren't able to. Now there was a lot of holding going on. South Carolina before the game over the bye week had completely reconfigured their offensive line, moved a lot of guys around, changed some things. Uh, South Carolina came in running the football, which I don't think we game planned for. I think we were very well set that they were going to try to throw the ball because they had not run the ball very well up to this point. So there was a lot of you know misses and gaps. Um, again, we're still talking about freshmen playing on the line. Um, a lot of those guys, you know, there was a couple of plays where you know we talked about with Cersei kind of got lost. Um, some of your younger linebackers, you know, Shamar James. We we talk about Shamar James like he's been here forever, but he's still only a sophomore. Um, th- there's a lot of things that that you can look at as just youth and inexperience, and that's not the entire entire issues on the team. Uh, there's a lot of very experienced guys on this team that make pretty pretty bad mistakes too. Um, but credit, like I said, to the team, there were some good things. Uh, when the pressure did get there on the plays that we really did make uh, Spencer uncomfortable, that was they did a good job of it. Uh, Chris McClellan was, you know, they were they were having to hold him because he was blowing through there a lot. Princely Uman Mielin again, they had to hold him a lot because he was getting through there. Tyreek Sapp. Uh, shout out to Tyreek Sapp for the kickoff return to start the game. I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> um, but no, uh, there's there was some there was some good stuff in the game. Good stuff by a lot of the guys. Jordan Castell had some good stuff. Had some not so great stuff. Miguel Mitchell again, same thing. Some good stuff, not so great stuff. Um, you know, I really Jalen Kimber had a really rough night. Um, which I mean, everybody's got bad nights, but this was just a. A lot of that was just off uh, big plays down the field that he should have never allowed. Um, you got to work on that kind of stuff. Um, the offensive side of the football, we, I, you know, I talked about it. I called for it. I wanted Eugene Wilson uh, to to get that football in the backfield a lot more. Just let him go. They gave it to him. Used him as a running back. Um, you know, using him all over the field. I think that was the main thing. At one point, they were just kind of force feeding him the ball. 
which is to me with a player like him, let him try. There were a lot of plays where he was one one miss away from taking it to the house. He's that kind of player. He's special. Um, Arliss Boardingham is really coming on um, in the way that I think we we thought he would early on. Um, had some you know freshman issues, young man issues, um, you know to start the season uh, that the coaching staff had to iron out, which is to be expected. I mean, it happens. I mean, you know, they're kids at the end of the day. They're you know, just a few few months before, a lot of them were senior prom. So you you got to you got to take the good with the bad. Um, but no, the guy has really come along. He's been a really great receiving threat for us at the tight end position. He fights hard. Uh, he's always going up for the ball, even if sometimes he misses it. At least he's trying to catch it. He's not just letting it go over his head, looking at it, not giving effort. They're giving effort. Um, the offensive line today was hit or miss. Um, Michael Mazuka had probably one of the one of the worst days I think I've seen him have, which was really uncharacteristic because he up to this point has played pretty well. Um, so I don't know exactly what was what that was about. But South Carolina really handled him a lot during the day. Uh, Jake Slaughter did okay. There was one bad false start on him, but Jake Slaughter has played like I said, it's kind of night and day from what we saw in the Utah game. So I'm giving credit to Jake Slaughter for you know, learning, getting better, you know, proving that he could be a starting center for this team next year. Um, good for him. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of what I want to see. These guys have to – they have to grow up. Um, great day by Montreal. Good day by uh, Trevor. You know, even though we didn't run the ball a whole bunch, when they did get asked to run it, they did good things with the football. Um, tried to go with a deep shot to Mizell. So, you know, he's in the game plan a little bit. Ricky Pearsall, phenomenal day. Graham Mertz is – Graham Mertz has really come along. Uh, a lot of people, I said this, a lot of people owe him an apology. Uh, this a guy, lot. he, this a guy has people. come in and absolutely Man. taken on this role as the leader. Um, he's he's and he loves take, this team. Loves this team. Uh, it really is that that's amazing to me to get a guy. You know, he's a Kansas kid. He doesn't really have any ties here, but to come to to Florida. And really support the logo, really, you know, kind of embody what we want to see out of our leader, our quarterback. Um, you know, he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world. He's not perfect. Graham Mertz is not going to be an NFL Hall of Famer. He might not even play at that level. But for what we've asked him to do and what he's doing, he's doing a very good job of it. He's not turning the ball over. You know, we look at you look at the way the Gators stayed in this game. If you mix in a couple of turnovers with what we're doing today, we don't come back and win this game. Um, we ended the drives with punts, which is better than turning the ball over. You're still kind of controlling that field position, which is super important. But Graham Burks had almost like a Kyle Trask stat line today: three touchdowns over 400 yards. Is at you know completion percentage wasn't as high as we're used to it being, but that's okay. You know, you're getting the job done. So now you look at him at the bye week, you know, you're seven games in and he's got, he's knocking on the door of 2000 yards. Now uh, I want to say he's at 13 touchdowns through the air, two on the ground, only two interceptions. Well, great game, well. but uh, good for him. Great game by Greg Graham. Um, really love the resolve in the team. Uh, I think this is a big, big program defining win. Um, that could you can build on this now, especially going into a bye week, because th- this thing couldn't have come at a better time for us. We are beat up. 
uh, from the floor up. So get some <laughs> rest. Uh, I think all of us need to get some rest next week. We can watch some stress free, uh, stress free football. Tennessee and Alabama's playing next week, so at <laughs> the bye week we could kind of just kind of sit back and enjoy our Saturday. Wes, what are your thoughts, buddy? Well, it's always good to beat uh, the Cox down here in, in South Carolina, where I'm from. I'm gonna need you to pause, <laughs> sir. Yeah, choking that chicken. <laughs> oh, my bad. Pause, but um. <laughs> First off, uh, I'm going to start with this, then I'll get into my bad and, and, and go into good. Sorry, guys. I, uh, as far as the fans that watch that show, I got to call the bad. It's good to call out bad when you win. So, uh, But the first thing, this is not a bad thing. I would keep reiterating this until, I don't know, so he looks bad, but it doesn't look like he's going to look bad. I still have no idea why Tracy Smack was not the kicker for the last two years. The kid is phenomenal. Even though the block, I mean, he's missed. Now he has one missing here, but it wasn't his fault. This let somebody break through on the left side. Um, but love Trace back. Uh, love what he's done. His, every kick was huge, uh, and we needed all those points there. And he was hitting them from distance. He's hitting the media, in media, uh, media, um, the medium of the field. Uh, he's just doing what we what we need, and, he, and he's he's money. Uh, now I feel good. I feel confident. When every time every time he steps out on the field, like we're gonna make it. Uh, I don't trust kickers. But uh, he's making me feel uh, at seventy five percent. That's part. That's that's my. That's how as I go with the kicker. But uh, uh, the offensive line, uh, I've hopped on the struggles of when Merch turns his back on our play. CJ. Hmm. Might need to mute. There you go. Uh, when Merch turns his back, when he's uh, on the play action, on that drop, he has to climb so far in the pocket because I, and, and it's kind of a good thing, but th- that means the guards and the centers have to maintain their block to allow him to step up like that if, if, if the tackles are going to allow those ends to rush like that. So offensive line still has they, – they have a ways to go for me. Uh, I think Trevor still hurt. There's a lot of times I see him run and he runs out of bounds. That's not usually Trevor, but so I'm – I think the bye week is good for him. Montreal, uh, Hirsch alluded to in that counter play. Uh, he's the type that he needs to go. When he shuffles his feet, he doesn't have that acceleration to, to to go to hit the hole. So that was the only play I was mad at. Uh, I know some people were mad. Uh, we were driving there with uh, on the Wilson drive coming out of the half. But if Merch just gets that and let it go to Wilson, that's a big play. So don't be mad at the play call. I, the, Wilson would probably would have scored if uh, Merch could have gotten that one out. Uh, defense. Let's go to defense and start with my negatives. It seems like, and this is a problem that I think we have with Grantham. It's not the guys. It, it, it's like the play calls are coming late. Like our D line is not knowing where it's. Where we saw a lot of miscommunication today, and hopefully, we can get that cleaned up uh, through this bye week. It's like I don't know if the play calls are coming late, but you see the D line talks to the linebackers uh, with the safety, and I think that's what uh, Castell had a bad play. It's probably the worst game. My boy, I'm gonna call him my boy. I'm. Uh, uh, Castell probably has played all year. Uh, he like uh, you guys lose. He has some good plays and some bad plays, but this is probably his worst game uh, of the year. But I still believe in him. It's his learned experience. He's a freshman, probably going to be freshman All American uh, this year for us, and probably uh, first team in the SEC. Uh, the way he's been balling, so it was his worst game. Um, the pressure for Sacramento to move their center to tackle and move. It seemed like they switched all five positions. And we're not getting enough pressure to me 
is is crazy. I would love to see more Cersei and Princely on the field on obvious passing downs. Uh, I think Plyburn came in and, and he's good against the run. This is kind of how we miss Boone. I know Boone is a strong side defense man. He's he's kind of big, so you don't think he would, but he he does get pressure on the quarterback, and we kind of miss him on those those obvious third downs. But I would love to see Cersei and Princely on the field at the same time rushing the passer like we bring Wingo in on those third downs. Um, even when we blitz, it drives me crazy that we like you always see when teams blitz, especially against us, somebody is always is always somebody free. We're not getting that on our defensive side of the ball. It's not somebody's not always free. Uh, free blitz are coming, and the quarterback just had to throw it away. I would love more of that. And I know a lot of people were uh, hard on Kimber today, and and this is where the positives about to start for me. Seventeen is good. We, you guys mentioned. I think I got lost in the uh, shuffle uh, last week when we did our podcast. Seventeen is going to be playing on Sunday. That that kid is legit. He's done that against everybody. On one play, on the, on the one where uh, I think uh, Spencer Riley just threw it up, um, 17 is good. On the other play where, where Kimber got beat, the ball was underthrown, and it's hard for a DB to stop like that. The receiver knows where it's coming. He just went up and got it. So I don't want to put that too much Kimber. Uh, like Hershey alluded, he has a, he's had a great season this far, probably his worst game as it looks, but to, to maybe a lot of casual fans. But if you go back and look at some of the plays, you have to give 17 credit. He's a dude. That's going to be playing on Sunday. He's, he's dead to everybody in the SEC he's played against. And the other play was an underthrown ball. The coverage is there. The ball was just underthrown, and, and the receiver came back and got it. You can't – that's hard for any DB. I don't care who it is. Um, as far as offense, Bordenham, you guys talked about uh, him. Kid is coming into his own. I uh, love what I said. He had a key fourth down effort again, just like last week. We talked about that third and, like, 12 where he made the play big by him. Trey is a stud. Love, uh, like CJ said, put him in the backfield doing special. I wish we could have saved some of this stuff for Georgia with him. Um, hopefully they got some uh, more wrinkles in the back for Trey because I love getting your best player of the ball, even the ricochet. Uh, he's just everywhere. When, when you're good like that, the ball comes comes to you. Ricky had a hell of a game. Love what I saw from Ricky. Uh, he stepped up on the fourth down, made a big play. And I'm going to save Mertz for last because that kid is a dude. Um, I, ne- I didn't think he wasn't I didn't think he was going to be this good. I wasn't one that said, man, why we got Mertz? That wasn't me. I was like, he can be solid and run the offense. We saw some things, some people open, and AR missed a lot of easy throws last year. Well, Mertz is hitting those easy throws, and today, to CJ's point, I wanted him to take shots. Our receivers, Billy has to talk to our receivers about fighting back for the ball to get that call. We got a couple calls today, which were good, but the receivers have to know, and that's something Trey learned. I think one was to him. He was he was obviously passed, uh, interfe- he was interfered with, but he didn't fight enough to get the call like uh, I saw. I think maybe Jackson or somebody did later on in the game, a more veteran receiver. He'll learn that. But you take shots, and that's why uh, CJ was saying that his, uh, you know, he had more incompletions today. When you take shots, that's what happens. But then you saw the good things in those shots. Jackson made a hell of a catch. Ricky, the, uh, the slot fade that me and CJ have been calling for on the just plain three-step drop, three-step drop, let it go. That way your offensive line looks good. Hard to get pressure on your guy when he's back there. I love those three steps. Okay, we have dudes. We have Ricky. We have Jackson make some hell of a tough catches. Uh, let them make plays. You know what I'm saying? I love the shot to Mizell. who was double covered. Uh, we, we was late in the ball game. We were trying to get something started. Love that. Uh, but overall, crazy roller coaster game. I, I wanted to go to the game. I thought I was going to go change my mind. Son had a basketball game, but I enjoyed this. 
I didn't drink too much. I'm glad I did because I might have been <laughs> sleeping not being able to do this podcast tonight, but it was a hell of a game. It is good to come out on top. Uh, Got to get merch uh, in the hot tub, cold, the, the ice, whatever he needs. <laughs> get him. Uh, he needs to be relaxed all the uh, the next two weeks because we're going to need him against Georgia. And I still want to see less of those uh, turn your back play action pass. It seems like those are the ones that get Mertz killed. I don't know. We, we teach you something bad with the tackles. Uh, they let the ends rush up field. And it's like he's he's getting hit when he steps up. So uh, And he's doing the right thing. As a quarterback, you're taught to climb the pocket. He's climbing the pocket, but he's getting hit while he's climbing the pocket at the same time. So, um, But clutch throws from him, clutch play by Ricky. Uh, just love everything I saw. We all said, when we talked about how our receivers wasn't the issue. To me, it's the issues are offensive line. If our offensive line can play better and give him time, he can make the throws in those straight dropbacks. We saw it today. He's he putting touch on the ball. He may not have the the, the the deep ball, but sometimes those underthrown balls get you the PI or get what we saw with Sacramento with uh Rattler. And to give and, and and to give our defense a little credit, I know I'm hard on him about the sacks. Rattler's a hell of a a hell of a ball player himself. And we saw what he did. If you watch the Georgia game, he made those same runs, scrambles up the middle against Georgia as well. He's a he's a guy that will will scramble when he needs to and and he's good uh, uh on improv plays. So uh, but the defense still, we have a lot of work to do, especially with the communication. We have to do better there. But uh, shout out to the staff uh, for getting this win. Shout out to Gator Nation. Got to love what we saw today. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I know a lot of people are going to have a lot of negatives to say about this game. You shouldn't have been in a dog fight with South Carolina. Look, team. we were an underdog in this game. Vegas had South Carolina picked to win up until like a few hours before the game, and then they dropped the lines and it was it was picked. So, and I people, mean, people somebody knew something. I mean, it, it's hard to play in that state. CJ covered this on our show earlier in the week. It's hard to play in that state. It's October. Uh, Josh Pate been talking about Fair. it all. Uh, Josh Pate was talking about it the other night. He said on his show, he said, good luck, because I don't think they can do it. That's a crazy environment to play in. And the crowd was loud up until we scored the 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 go-ahead touchdown there late in the game. I mean, they kept it loud. And I never saw any real effects, especially on offense, of the crowd noise. I mean, we had like, what, one false start? And that was the play where uh, Hudson jumped back in a queue and said that the defense was clapping. And that threw yeah. him off his, you know, um, really good game penalty-wise for us as well. I mean, uh, you know, I, we had we had that – Roughing the passer call I don't that think I that thought was, was I would thought was soft as can be, but we're not, you know, um I'll leave blaming the rest or everything up to Shane Beamer because I, there were numerous holds not called on us. Uh, Chris McClellan got turned sideways when he got pressure on Rattler once. And uh, I mean, so it's hey, home cooking, call it what you will, that's fine, it's whatever. But still more I think they had more penalty yards than us. Uh, special teams, man, aside from obviously we got kick blocked. We knew South Carolina was going to get something. I mean, it's just – but Trey Smack, 54-yard – I mean, Trey Smack was on point. I, but, hey, that was the one lapse of special teams to me the whole game. And, I mean, that is what it is. I mean, every I like, I like us to be blocking a kick. I don't really, you know – you went up against probably the best special teams coach in the nation, arguably, and, and that's a result. 
But you also saw his punter shank a couple of key punts that gave us, especially there on that last drive, you know, great field position. And the one, and the one before half. And I also mm-hmm. want to give Mertz uh, this shout-out. This was his career high in passing yards. So uh, shout-out to Mertz. For Three touchdowns. And, and let's go back to something that y'all y'all said. I mean, obviously the tip ball that Trey caught could have been an interception. But Graham Mertz has been very, very protective of the football. And we said at the beginning of the year, I said it, on when we were doing a season predict, prediction show, if Graham Mertz goes out and throws for 2,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, and say up against 12 interceptions or something, I'll be really happy. He's on pace for, for better than that. So I can't be unhappy with – do I wish Graham Mertz could throw the ball like AR on some plays to chunk it up and, and, and let his man run under it? Yeah, I do because he has speed on the outside. But, hey, I mean, do, do I also wish that maybe our receivers were a little more apt to say, oh, I need to go back and fight for that ball so at least I can draw the interference call? Well, that's a coachable moment. Billy Gonzalez in the, in the, in the film room breaking it down. Hey, look. Like Trey Wilson, that ball is underthrown. You need to fight for the ball because if you don't, you're never going to draw that flag. Uh, and that's just a coachable moment. Once again, it goes back to 11 true freshmen playing in games for your team. They're going to make these mistakes. They're coachable moments. Look, guys, we said it from the beginning of the season. This, year, this season was going to be a wash. You weren't competing for any championships. You need to show improvement. Uh, this game on defense, obviously, a little bit of a step backwards over some of the improvements we've seen. Offense, I think you saw vast improvement today on all fronts. Um, you, what did we punt once? I mean, seriously, I, I just, if you tell me that you're going into South Carolina, you're scoring forty plus points, nobody would have believed that. <laughs> because all we've done for weeks is dog out Billy's offense. Now, Billy is obviously, I, I know Russ Callaway's been involved with coming up with some play, and you're seeing it week to week. You're not seeing a full-fledged new install of an offense. You're seeing gradual additions to the playbook and things getting used. Um, I mean, lots of new wrinkles. The, the, the two-point conversion from Trevor throwing the pass out of the Wildcat. I mean, you know. If you'd have told me that Billy Napier was going to run a play like that a month ago, I'd have said on NCAA football, maybe he'd run that play. <laughs> He's going to run it in a game. And we've seen that in multiple trick plays, even though I kind of wish we kind of just saved the trick plays for when we're in a, you know, maybe up like, by 14. No, <laughs> no. I want to save it for Georgia. Save no, I don't. Uh-uh. I don't want to run them against that. Defense. I'm not running against <laughs> a Georgia defense. Look, here's what I want to see for Georgia. I want to see two weeks of rested football and preparation. Uh, right now, Georgia could or could not have Brock Bowers, and we don't know. He got injured today. For those that don't know, um, I wish the young man a speedy recovery. I don't wish injuries on anybody, especially that young man, because he is a special, special talent. Um who's going to be playing on Sundays next year, regardless. So, hey, if Brock Bowers doesn't play what I saw out of Georgia today, you can hang with those guys. You absolutely can, but you're going to have to play your best game of the season, better than the Tennessee game, and you're going to have to make tackles. Yep. 
Um, so take the next – I don't know what Billy's plan is. I'm sure he's going to give these guys a, a, some rest, and God knows they've earned it. Um, Graham Mertz, they're going to put him in the cryo chamber and freeze him and bring him back out in a week, you know, like I, like the Winter Soldier. And, <laughs> and he's just going to – man, uh, I know Ricky Persall's got to be ready for some rest because I know that dude is just nicked back and forth. The running backs have got to be beat up. But this is the greatest time for your buy. Your, your guys can get healthy. Your guys can get rested, mentally rested as well. They've been going nonstop now since, you know, back in August. So get some rest. Get Have a good weekend. Go out. Party a little bit. Don't do nothing stupid. Hmm. Come back ready to do the thing. And that's what I like about this team, whether we like it or, you know, the, some of the results. They have a businessman's attitude. You don't hear you. All you continue to hear is how close they are as a team. Graham talked about it in his post game interview and everything, and that he can just go up to any of his teammates' defense, offense, whatever, and they all care about each other. So Billy has built that culture, and that's a good thing. I know a lot of people don't care. They'll be like, "I don't care about the culture. Uh, I want Urban Meyer days." And that's that, hey, I get it. I get it. I want championships too. I do, but. A reason why I also I, know that I, Dan Mullen's locker room had completely fell apart, and we saw the results of that. So, so let's let's just get back to a functional locker room football team and all of that, and then you know, hopefully, like I said, I know Austin Armstrong ain't happy with this performance. We all know that. That man is a damn you know he's he's emotional about this stuff. So. Let's get it together, take a rest, regroup, come back strong. Like CJ said, this is a good week for not only players to rest, but fans to rest. Get you some mental rest. Stay off the social media complaining about the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator. Take a week off from from, from <laughs> worrying about all of that. Emotionally disconnect from, from the football team for a week. Until yep. next Wednesday Until when we Wednesday. drop our- yeah, yeah, we don't have to Wednesday. Our next <laughs> At least on Wednesday, we don't have to wait uh, with bated breath to see who's injured this week. Please. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> we won't be really talking about depth charts on the show. We're breaking down the next team. We'll just talk, get some recruiting updates, and maybe you know, hey, anything we hear between now and then, if there's any injury updates, whatnot. I doubt there'll be much anything. Billy will have his press conference Monday. I'm sure it'll be filled with coach speak that won't mean nothing to nobody. But y'all enjoy your week. Enjoy your NFL Sunday. Hope your NFL team wins, except Wes's because he's playing mine tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and, you know, hey, best part about going five and two is the chance to get to six and two. And, hey, also, since this is what we cover, you know recruits got to love a victory like this, man. I mean, and that was big for the recruiting aspect, too. Um you know, LJ McCray announcing Saturday on next weekend on a bye. Be ready. We feel good as of today, but it's a long week. So we'll talk about all that Wednesday. You guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. Get football off the brain after tonight, after you celebrated the victory. And be easy, man. And be good to each other. Until then, go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 